0: Bismillah ar rahim wa nasalli ala <laughs> kareem. Amma would we express our praise and gratitude to Allah, Taala. we seek blessings on the Prophet, peace be upon him. Continuing with the facts and addition of Rumi, we are on discourse four, page 15.
1: Someone said, there is something I have forgotten. There is one thing in the world that should not be forgotten. You may forget everything except that one thing, without there being any cause for concern. If you remember everything else but forget that one thing, you will have accomplished nothing. It would be like a king who sends you to a village on a specific mission. You go and perform a hundred other tasks. If you neglect to accomplish the task for which you were sent, it is as though you did nothing. Man, therefore, has come into the world for a specific purpose and aim. If he does not fulfill that purpose, he does nothing. We proposed the faith unto the heavens and the earth and the mountains, and they refused to undertake the same, and were afraid thereof. But man undertook it, verily he was unjust to himself and
0: foolish. So what is he saying is the one thing you should forget that you should never forget? The purpose in the world. The purpose, yeah. And so I can do, I'm can i sent for a task, and I can do a hundred other tasks, but if I don't do the task that I'm sent for, then I've failed. Right? And so I can do a hundred really good things, but if I didn't do my purpose, then i failed. So what is our purpose?
1: To worship God.
0: Yeah, right. And, and so that's our purpose. Everything else that I do, uh, if it's not in support of that, then it's potentially in distraction from that. Some things can be value neutral. They're not affecting it one way or the other. Um, but that is our purpose.
1: We offered the faith to the heavens. They were not able to accept it. Consider how, mind-boggling, how many mind-boggling feats they perform. They turn rocks into rubies and emeralds. They turn mountains into mines of gold and silver. They cause the plants on the earth to burst forth. They give life and they create a garden of Eden. The earth too receives seed and gives forth fruit. It covers up blemishes and does innumerable miraculous things. Mountains also produce various minerals. All these things they do, but that one thing they cannot do. And that one thing is for mankind to do. And we have honored the children of Adam.
0: Okay, so one way to think about this when it's saying we have honored the children of Adam is that Allah Ta'ala has given us special responsibilities that he's not given anyone else. Right? So all of these things have their responsibilities and do wonderful things. So, so mountains turn coal into diamonds, mm-hmm. right, by crushing them, right? And, and Allah Ta'ala also has made mountains into mines of gold and silver, Okay but they've not been honored with these other responsibilities. That's what we've been honored with. So, it's one thing to look at something as a burden. Uh, When Allah Ta'ala is giving us something to do, it's actually an honor. And so that's also like a a way of reframing how we look at all these things.
1: Since God did not say, we have honored the heavens and the earth, it is therefore for mankind to do that which the heavens, the earth, and the mountains cannot do. If man accomplishes his task, his injustice to himself and folly are cancelled out. You may object and claim that, although you do not accomplish that task, you do nonetheless perform many other deeds. But I say to you that man was not created for those other deeds. It is as though you were to use a priceless blade of Indian steel, of the sort found in kings' treasuries, as a cleaver for rotten meat, and then justify your act by saying, I am not letting this blade stand idle, I am putting it to good use. It is as though... So, yeah, so, like, explain that example. So, it's like saying you're still using it, but the purpose that you're using it for is so low
0: compared yeah. to it's actual. Exactly. And so this is even like when the children of Israel are saying to Musa, Salam, Okay, we're tired of eating one food, you know. Can you give us, you know, you know, uh, you know onions and beans and all that stuff? And then Musa, Salam says what? Are you going to exchange what is better for what is worse? Right? Or what is higher for what is lower? You can go there, get whatever you want. And then it says that humiliation was stamped upon them. And so what is it that often leads me to not appreciate my worth? It's lack of gratitude. right? And so so uh, if Allah Ta'ala made me as a blade of Indian steel, then to honor me for what my design is, I should be used for sword fights or whatever. Uh, but if I'm just being used to in the kitchen, but not even just in the kitchen, but for rotten meat, then... That's not what I'm used. Then, then I'm gonna feel like I'm being misused, right? You know. And so, a lot of times, we might distract from our purpose, or we might choose something lower and try to justify it. Uh, it is as though you were to use a golden bowl.
1: It is as though you were to use a golden bowl to cook turnips in. One fraction of that bowl could buy a hundred pots. It is as though you were to use a gem-encrusted dagger to hang a broken gourd on, and say, "I'm putting it to use by hanging the gourd from it." I'm not letting the dagger stand idle. Is it not both pitiful and ludicrous when the gourd could be as well served by a wooden peg or an iron nail, the worth of which can be measured in pence? What is the logic in using a dagger worth a hundred dinars to such a purpose? Mm-hmm. God has fixed a God has fixed a high price on you, as He said. Verily, God hath purchased of the true believers their souls and their substance, promising them the enjoyment of paradise.
0: Okay, so same point, right? You know, whether it's a golden bowl to cook turnips, or using a beautiful dagger, but you're just making it as like a nail to hang, you know, a dish from. Um, It's, uh, so his point in this is, remember your purpose, and that is also your honor, and appreciate thus how valuable you are. Okay? That if Allah is a creator of all, he has given you special attention by making you human. Okay? And so a lot of this, uh, of what we're talking about in this book, is on the one hand figuring out how to open the doors to our hearts to walk too, closer to Allah and how to walk. And some of that also means how, to reframing how we even look at ourselves. That by virtue of the fact that Allah Ta'ala has made you <coughs> a human being, it means he has given you tremendous honor, okay? And then if he's made you Muslim, okay, either by birth or through your own exploration, he's a, he has honored you even more, right? And so some of that relates to just, you know, uh, like often you'll hear me in khutbahs telling telling the students, you know, don't behave this in that way because that's beneath you. It's beneath your value, right? You look here like you're about to say something.
1: Because then, why do some people get honored with being Muslim as opposed to others?
0: But even before getting to that point, what about just being human? Right. That's the core of what we're talking about here. Okay. And why do some people get honored? Um, then that's basically saying, God, I don't want this honor. Okay.
1: No, I don't think yeah. questioning why you have the honor yeah. of saying, I don't want
0: it. I mean, but if we're saying God has the authority to choose whomever he wills, then we are saying he has the authority to not. But do you see what I say, I'm say. i saying about the point of, of being human? So why did Allah Ta'ala make me a human and not that turtle? Yeah. Right? And that is his authority. And thus, the point is, he has that authority and freedom. And first, I should look at the fact that he has given me this. So even change it from Iman, look at it as wealth. Why is Allah Ta'ala giving that person so much money, and that person poverty. Right? That's right before our eyes. I mean, yeah, that
1: basically goes into the question of why anything yeah. really happens. And
0: so the answer to that is that's Allah's will. right? Um, and it doesn't mean that the person who has wealth has the same level of responsibility as the person who's poor. Right? The person who has wealth may have much more responsibility. Right? So the person who's been given Islam may have much more responsibility than the person who's not given Islam. But the framing here is to look at that as honor. But not in a way that gives arrogance. But Allah has honored me by making me human. He could have made me a dog. He could have made me a blade of grass. But he's chosen to make me human. I think it's Omar who used to say, if only I was a blade of grass, because then I wouldn't have to worry about my judgment. Yeah. Which, I mean, if Omar is saying it, you know, then subhanAllah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, the point is that Allah Ta'ala did honor some people. He made the Prophet the Prophet, peace be upon him. We call him Mustafa. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's chosen. Right? Because he knows what's
1: in people's hearts. But he's the one who's putting
0: it there. But he's the one who's putting it there. Yeah. So
1: just a... What do you call it?
0: So, yeah. Meaning... Either you can say he chose the Prophet to be Prophet because the Prophet is so great, or he made uh, the Prophet so great. But there is much about the Prophet that was not in the Prophet's control. Like, all of the parents and all the lineage up to that point, that's all Allah, that's not the Prophet. And,
1: like, when he wanted to go to that party, he... Fell asleep. Yeah, Yeah. so that was, like, like he would have gone, but then, like, Uh Allah stopped him.
0: Yeah, and then the question is, why doesn't he stop other people? And rather... I mean, but all that gets balanced out then on the day of judgment, all the fairness and unfairness. Right? Meaning, because what we're also saying is this dunya is not fair. And we see that in wealth and we see that in oppression.
1: You surpass this world and the next in value. What am I to do if you do not know your own worth? Do not sell yourself short, for you are extremely valuable. Okay, going. God says, <clears throat> I have bought you every breath you take, your substance and your lifespan. If they are spent on me and given to me, the price is eternal paradise. This is what you are worth to me. If you sell yourself to hell, you will have done injustice to yourself, like the man who sticks a blade worth a hundred dinars in the wall and hangs a pot or a gourd on it.
0: Okay, so explain that. Mm-hmm. Including that line of poetry
1: basically like know your worth yeah. then you can live up to your worth
0: yeah and and so so we're saying that you are even more worth you are worth more than paradise right you're definitely worth more than the earth you're even worth more than paradise And so then, what am I to do? And so this can be Allah speaking, this could be the teacher speaking, this could be someone else saying, okay, if you don't owe your own worth, then what can we do about it? Mm-hmm. Right. So we're also saying, as a path for me to help develop my iman, is to appreciate my worth. right? And this last part, don't sell yourself short because you're extremely valuable. And, yeah, everyone else here in this building is valuable. But the starting point is for me to appreciate that I'm valuable. Okay. And then it says, you know, God says, I bought you. That's the ayah in the etobah. <clears throat> Every breath you take, I've bought it all. And so, so, if you spend it then on me, then I'll give you eternal paradise. And then you're more valuable than the paradise is. Paradise is, is my payment to you. Yeah. And that's what you are worth to me. So if Allah chose me to be human, it's, you know, in our language, a conscious choice. right? This is the special attention he's given me. Yeah. And yeah, if he's chosen me to be Muslim, then that's special attention he's, he's given me. Yeah. May seem unfair, right? But the point is that this is the special attention he has given me. You know? What do you think?
1: I, mean, I guess you just gotta accept that life's not fair. Yeah. Whether you're given the upper hand or lower hand. Yeah. But then, that's why we have the hereafter for all mm-hmm. fairness to be reconciled. Mm-hmm.
0: And, the but still, uh, Alatala could have. Perhaps stopped a bunch of people from doing things that would have made them go to hell, but he didn't, or he doesn't, right? I mean, that's right in the Quran. You know, he'll give them rope. You know, to to go further and further. Wait, what? He gives
1: them rope to go further and
0: further into hell. Yeah, like uh, the hypocrites, right? That like you know that Allah Taala allows them to wander further and further. Uh, so what is that? Um, this is right in the beginning of Al-Baqarah, but it comes a few different times, different a different way, a few different ways. And the key point of it all is the acceptance of Allah as the Master. Right? That's why the metaphor throughout this whole text is speaking of Allah as this King. And right? just
1: like humbling ourselves.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, a'udhu billah, am going to hell, mm-hmm. I'm going to see that I earned it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, me, you looking at me, going to hell, you'll see it as, okay, um, Allah Ta'ala did give uh, Omar the mercy he gave me. Likewise, if you're going to paradise, you yourself will see that, you know, uh, that you've earned it, mm-hmm. and maybe Allah's giving you more. But if I'm looking at you, I'll see, I'll see it as Allah has given you mercy. Right, this is free will and predestination. So the day of judgment, from my own perspective, I will see complete fairness play out. Okay, um, but the day of judgment, when I'm when everyone else is looking at you, will see according, according to how much mercy you're given. So
1: then, why do some people get more mercy
0: than others? That is Allah's freedom to do so. Yeah. Yep. Deal with that. Meaning you accept it or you don't. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to.
1: But like if the hereafter is complete fairness, then yep. there does have to be a reason. Like there does have to be an explanation. Like yeah. there has to be like a valid reason. So we just and don't so, know
0: So it could be that okay, we don't know what the valid reason is. But or we could say that. Everyone will get what they've earned. So, so the default state that Allah raises everyone in is guidance. And misguidance, or misconduct, is the key to misguidance. Okay. Um, and then what else? Uh, if you come to Allah walking, he comes to you running. So, if you do choose the path of guidance, he makes it wide open. Okay. If you choose the path of misconduct, then it's like, you know, you're tied to a rope and he's going to let you go a little bit further. Right? Um, uh and so but if you are seeking guidance he will open it wide for you okay and then it becomes up to me not to accept it okay yeah you still look 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 here heart is not satisfied you got to wrestle I mean it more it's tomorrow. better yeah.
1: it's better but yeah, yeah. sorry no, no. <laughs> but yeah i guess Post.
0: still a resignation. Yeah. You know? I mean, you have to accept it there's nothing else you can do about it so. mm-hmm. just accept it Okay. well, let's keep exploring okay, continue
1: God says, I have bought you oh wait, no paragraph. Yeah. you use the pretext of busying yourself with a hundred exalted works you say that you are learning jurisprudence wisdom, logic, astronomy, medicine and so forth these are all for yourself You learn jurisprudence so that no one will be able to rob you of a loaf of bread, or tear your clothing, or kill you. This is all in order for you to live in well-being. What you learn in astronomy, such as the phases of the celestial spheres and the influences they have on the earth, the gravity or levity of security or fear, is all connected with your own condition. All these are for yourself. In astrology, the lucky or unlucky portents are connected with your own ascendant. It is still for your own ends. If you ponder the matter, you will realize that you are the principal, and these things are subordinate to you. Now, if those things that are subordinate to you have so many miraculous subdivisions, consider what you, who are the principal, must be like. If your subordinates have apogees and nadirs, mm. lucky and unlucky portents, consider what apogees and nadirs... They feel like highs and lows, but uh, you know,
0: high points, okay. you know...
1: You must have in the world of spirits, consider what lucky and unlucky portents indications and counter indications you who are the principal must have that such a spirit possesses this property is capable of this and is fitting for such a job
0: okay, so translate that into simple language big paragraph. Okay.
1: One sec. Yeah, you're done. I don't know, I think I missed the main
0: point. Of this Not all good. Okay, so in the previous page, we said that somebody might do other work mm-hmm. and say, I'm still doing good, right? So the sword that should be used for, for, for war uh, is instead being used to cut rotten meat. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, And so there we could say, well, I'm doing work, and then, no, you're doing work that's beneath what you're designed for. But then, what if you're studying ilm? And he's saying even in ilm, you might be busying yourself with things that are beneath you. Okay. So you can study jurisprudence, wisdom, logic, the whole nine yards. Okay. Uh, but you're doing them for yourself. Okay. And so why? You're learning fiqh, you're learning jurisprudence, so that no one will be able to rob you of a loaf of bread and tear your clothing or kill you. But even today, people might not be learning fiqh for themselves they might be just learning FIP in the abstract with no thought of actually practicing it. Right? Which means it's, you're not really using your time. Because imagine I'm learning FIC thoroughly, uh, applying almost none of it, and then I'm teaching it all to you, and you're applying almost none of it, and then you're teaching to someone else, and you're applying almost none of it, and that person's teaching to someone else, applying almost none of it. Okay? And then just goes on and on. But we're calling it sacred, that's why we keep handing it down. Okay. But then that's like what's the point? Yeah. Okay. If none of it's gonna be practiced. And so
1: isn't it to, like help you perform things better? So like if you care a lot about something, you wanna make sure that you do everything right. So
0: so so I'm saying that even now uh, today a lot of the fic that's taught is just not even given any application. Oh, it's
1: like if you're in a desert that yeah. Like that type of yeah. Exactly.
0: Water. Or you know, if uh, uh, if you're getting water from a well, yeah. and a rat falls into the well yeah. versus something else, right? Yes. Yeah. And so. And so, then the question is, well, okay, then what's the point of learning it? Yeah. It it would be like learning. I'm teaching you how to cook. But it's gonna be stuff you're never gonna cook. Right. Because the intention is, you cook it. It's good for you. It's tasty and all that. It's mm-hmm. beneficial but you're never doing it. Yeah. But what is the point, in theory at least, to learn all this stuff is, yeah, is to do things properly. Mm-hmm. right? I'm just saying today, most knowledge is disembodied. It's You're not learning with the intention of practicing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I do
1: agree with you, but isn't it still sacred in the sense that it, like, it's connected to the prophet? Mm-hmm. So even if you don't understand something, if it has a connection to someone who you really, really love, then doesn't that still make it...
0: Well, I'm still regarding it as sacred, right? Oh, so you still are. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying then, well what's the point oh, okay. if it's yeah. um if it's never applied. Right? So would you say just, you
1: should you should stop teaching
0: those things? Um, I think we would still we don't want to stop teaching those things, but there we also have to teach how to make those things relevant okay. and useful. Like, okay, so suppose somebody becomes a Hafiz. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we all have Hafiz in your family, your dad a Hafiz, right? Right. I mean, I can erase that. But um, um, the, uh, um, so you have the benefit of leading prayer, especially in Ramadan. Mm-hmm. What else would be benefits of being a hafiz? For him? Anyone. Yeah. Positive benefits. Uh,
1: you can pull eyes out of
0: your head. Okay, if you understand it. Yeah, you can pull eyes if you understand it. Yeah.
1: Um, reward.
0: Okay, another big one.
1: Yeah,
0: that's the big one. Yeah. I think that's why people do it. Okay.
1: What else? Like practical application. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's
0: for practical purposes. I think it's for the Lord. Yeah. And so that part has to be understood. Okay. Uh, I think a lot of people don't understand understand that. That a lot of people believe that because someone is hafiz, that they are now endowed with some special knowledge. Oh. Right. Um, not as much in Chicago 2017, um, but even who went back some decades, there was that sentiment.
1: No, no, I think that's still, like, really prevalent today. I know somebody who claimed he was atheist, but he would still lead Darali prayers. SubhanAllah. Because he had yeah. a beautiful recitation. Yeah. SubhanAllah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, he's saying, a lot of these things that we do and we learn, it is, you know, for well-being but not for the purpose of us fulfilling our purpose. Okay. And it doesn't mean that it contradicts. Like, like we can say that, well you're learning these things and they can help you to mm-hmm. be a better servant of Allah. Uh, but that means if you're intending to learn it to help you be, to become a better servant of Allah. Just like you know, one person is going to the gym to look good, mm-hmm. another person is going to the gym for health, right? Those are two fundamentally different intentions. Okay, let's do a little bit more. Okay. Uh, is there any other stuff here? Yeah, let's stop right here. Because yeah. I actually want Oh, good. Okay. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika, nashadhu al-la ilaha 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 anta, nastaghfirka, natubh And we are finishing. Uh, we are at the bottom of page uh, 18. Wa da'wana. An and alhamdulillahirrahmanirrahim. Cool. Okay. Yeah, for some reason,
1: um, like we don't even have class. On-